Hey, welcome to Real Talk Season 2, Episode 91. I'm Todd, this is AJ, and we're back. Hey, come on, man. Here we go, let's get it. Hey, that's a relevant joke. <laughs> yeah, I get it. it. I get uh, it, guys? Do anyway, <laughs> welcome to Real Talk. What's Real Talk? It's an opportunity to talk about life, God, the Bible, and everything in between. Well, what do you mean, Todd? How do we talk to you guys? We're here on watching a video. Well, AJ and I are talking to you, and you are at our virtual table. Hey, it's right here. And you can use a link that's either at the video, at the top of this video, or at the top of the description of this podcast called, the website is www.theremnant.live slash real, R-E-A-L dash talk. So that's www.theremnant.live slash real dash talk. It'll take you to a page. You go down to submit a question, hit submit. It's going to come up with a form fillable box. Type it in. Send it in. What is it? What can you put in there? It could be topics, could be thoughts, could be questions. Today we have quite a few. I'm very excited. Oh yeah, uh, we're kind of getting back in the in the swing of things with people writing in the questions. They're completely oh, yeah. anonymous. Could not find you if we try. So that's been exciting. Oh yeah, and I'm AJ, excited. Me too. A couple things I've noticed. Okay. Well, before we get to that, this is important. I want to give a shout out. Ooh, I like shout outs. As you know, last week our church in general. Had a big blessing come on us. Ah, uh, yes. So I don't know if he'll ever listen to this. I don't know if he'll ever see this. I might send it to him so he does. Nice. <laughs> but um, those that are listening, you know, Real Talk is a ministry or a, a web series, a media project of yeah. the Remnant Church uh, here in old Whitley County, Indiana. Here we are. And uh, <laughs> and so we have a lot of projects in the air, one of which is this pretty cool, we're really excited about. It is a sports ministry. Well, Todd, what do you mean? A couple things. What we're going to do is we're building a softball field mm-hmm. slash athletic field in the back of our property. Why would we do that? It's not just so we can play sports. Mm-mm. It's so that, one, we can have a shared space for the community, the church leagues, and there's a church softball league. Yep. Everyone can use this nice field that's dedicated for that. And also... Give free flag football, soccer, baseball, softball, all kinds of volleyball, all kinds of fun leagues for youth that are free. That's right. Because we know that a lot of you know families, especially right now, can't afford that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Even if it's so, what we're wanting to do, our dream is to offer free opportunities for that, and also just ways for the community in general to have free tournaments, ways for people to have real community and get connected. However, that costs a lot of money. We had to flatten the land. We had to do all these things. And our yes. church is not, you know, <laughs> we don't have a billion-dollar budget. No, we do not. That being said, we've been, close. <laughs> we've been partnering with local businesses and individuals who who've decided they believe in what we're doing here. And yeah. one of those people is a good friend of mine, and he's going to get a pseudonym, you might say, a nickname, because I don't feel like I should put his whole name on board. That's fair. But I'm going to call him... Sir Jason of the Jimmy Johns. And Sir Jason of the Jimmy Johns uh, gave a big donation to us all the way from Colorado. Don't you understand that? And for him to believe in us enough and to believe in what we're doing should be both convicting in a way to our congregation. Yes. But it also, it wasn't even the, the money, although it was, it was a significant donation. Sure. It was the morale-boosting nature of it. The fact that, man... If he's watching this, you encouraged a church, man. Not Absolutely. Just, not just for a field in the future, though that helped a ton, but a church that needed that, um, you know, I guess this that encouragement and yeah. kind of that energy. So so a shout-out to you. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate you, man. Love you a lot. Um, cannot wait to see you again soon. Hopefully uh, 2020, the, the Todd Squad. I won't say the other nickname Todd of the group because I would have told his. We used to have this thing, him and I, where we caught a little group of friends. His last name Group. I don't want to say his last name, so it rhymed with group. Mm-hmm. Something group, and then you had the Todd Squad. So it was a battle of what the group was <laughs> called. So anyway, shout out to you, buddy. Appreciate you. Love you a lot. Mm. Um, lovely wife, Danny, who I've known since high school as well. They were high school sweethearts. It's pretty awesome. So yeah, very, very just thankful. And honestly, you know this. Um, it was also just cool to talk to him again. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that certain Reconnect. friendships, you just slide right back in like I you get haven't it. even... Missed a beat. So, shout out to him. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you. Sir Jason and Jimmy Johns, thank you. Now that we're through that. Mm -hmm. That's really it for me. I got nothing. Well, all right. I guess that's it. I'm kidding. (laughs) Great episode. (laughs) Um, Yeah, man. I don't really, uh, you know, we're still in the same place. We'll talk to you guys and let you know. We're still in the same place as far as election stuff still out there. You know, it's not over yet. I don't say that to cause havoc, but guys... You know, you can't buy into what you're hearing. 
yep. to find out. Uh, I think I think this whole thing has been very intriguing. And I think when you look at this entire year, as we all deal with COVID still, as we deal yeah. with weirdo, it's just an odd year, man. It's <laughs> Yes, I agree. It's been one of those years that's going to go down. Like, you know, whenever when I think of, like, what a year will look like, they'll be in history books one day if they allow it. It would be the 2020. Like, as far as I've like if the year, yeah. <laughs> as far as I've been alive, you know, 25 years, you know, I think this is the year that would definitely make a history book. And I don't know, man. So much has changed. You know, I've heard so many people in society, you know, from whether that be you know be a celebrity or just people talking on the internet, you know, talking about how, you know, I don't know if there's ever going to be a full return to what normalcy was before all this happened. So it'll be interesting to see where that bring, like where that takes us. Read an interesting or heard, I can't remember if I read it or heard an interesting um, quote. A guy said this, and it's true. He said, Listen, and it, it sounds so alarming. He goes, Things are not going to go back to normal the way you thought. And here's why, even from just a, what that means for sure, we don't know yet. But he goes, Governments don't just hand freedoms back. <laughs> Once you lose them, they don't give them back. Right? Why would they? So. You know, as we continue to work through this stuff, I encourage a lot of our viewers, this is, this is, make sure that you're thinking of the big picture sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, as far as what does it look like to take an inch and another inch and another inch. And before you know it, it's a foot. And before you know it, it's two foot. And before you know it, you know, your freedoms, whatever that looks like. I think it's absolutely surreal to me that there are people being told in other states that they cannot have family over for Thanksgiving. You heard yeah, this, that's, right? I actually had not heard about oh, this. Oh, absolutely. New York City, I know that. I know that in Oregon. I just read today that the Oregon governor, I believe it was the governor, uh-huh. said, turn your neighbors in if they have in uh, if they have more than, if they have family over, if they have groups over. That literally sounds like communist China. It is, man. Orwellian. It's Orwellian. It's the authorities, and it's crazy. And mm-hmm. I'm look that up, guys, if you don't believe that. So what, I mean, what do you think about that? What do you think what do you think about f- the fact the governor says call, turn your neighbors in? That is just and what are they gonna full. do? That's what I'm curious. So you show up, they call, right? Yeah. Cops show up to my house. What are the cops gonna do? I, you'd think they'd probably just arrest everybody. Are they gonna arrest them? Okay, so now we're seeing that you can arrest people for this. What's the next step? Kill them. It's I don't know, man. It's just weird. Do you end up in camps? Yeah. I don't know. You know, and everyone, for some reason, whenever you talk about these things, people want to label you conspiracy theorist. Mm-hmm. No, um, that's a real thing. These are realities in the world. Yeah, and to, to consider the fact that what kind of society are we creating if we're talking about calling authorities on people because they have family over for Thanksgiving? I, <laughs> it's, it's wild, man. Like, I, if you were to ask probably almost anybody in America a year ago, if... One if year. that would have been questioned, if that would have been in question, having family over for Thanksgiving because the government says not to, they probably would have been like, you're crazy. Because this is America. <laughs> yeah, a land of, are. A land, the land of the free. But how free are we really? <laughs> Sorry, he's a fly. <laughs> I know, he's been flying around. I've been I'm trying to ignore him. Me. Yeah. <laughs> but it's surreal, man. Like, you know, what do you... It's interesting because I don't think people... It's. I think you're right. I think people either don't want to think past the idea of this being a reality because they're scared. Like, they don't want to even think about what that can even cause or they're scared of what they would have to do. Because, like, as, as a people, you know, if your freedoms are being put in jeopardy slowly, you know, what do you do about it? A lot of people, like you said, they're just going to ignore it because they don't want to have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. They don't want to think it's reality mm-hmm. until it's there. Mm-hmm. F- full, like, just... Well, that's, that's what I'm looking for. And point blank. It's point blank. It's blatant. Like, it's your freedoms are gone. Compared to, you know, the people who are, you know, wanting to try to wake everyone up. You know, it's weird. You know, what does that look like? I don't know. What is a, you know, what does a nation's people look like to fight back against something that seems to be slowly creeping in? I don't know. Um. Yeah, that's a great question, man. I think resistance is the best thing, and that means, you know, I'm being real. Someone tells me that I can't have family over for Thanksgiving. I'm probably mm-hmm. not going to listen. I'm just being honest. Well, yeah. I mean, that, that's our liberties. It's crazy to me. Um, but I'll say this. So, you know, you, you brought up a good point slowly by slowly. 
when we think about Nazi Germany, and it's so funny that they've compared, they've used Nazi Germany, like try to, when, you know my my pet peeve about using the word fascism, even with President Trump, that's so stupid. Go yeah. to an actual fascist country and you won't be calling him a fascist. Right. He has nothing to do with this, this part, right? You can say what you want, and this is not even being political, okay? You got to understand, which... When you start to think about candidates that are taking your freedoms, you got you got to look at it this way. Which candidate is telling you how to live? Which political party, which anytime there's a, a politician who says, I'm going to put these things into effect that tell you how you have to live, it's for your protection, <laughs> right? So a year ago, you said that. Would you have thought that if someone said they're going to um, force you to wear masks when you walk into a store, what would you have said? No way. Yeah, here we are. So what's next year? And the thing about it is you it's look freaky. at Nazi Germany. You, how did it? I think it's so funny, man. It's not just the, the soldiers that put the, the Jewish people in those cars. Okay, It's not led to these concentration camps. It's not that. It's a society that would turn people in. Mm. Okay, How did that happen? Beer. Yeah, man. You start turning the people against each other. And that's where things get crazy. And again, right. guys, we're not saying that we're one step away from being Nazi Germany. No. But I think your question's a good question. You know, what does it look like? You do have to, t what does it look like to resist those things? Yep. Resist, right? Quotation. What does that look like? And I think, bare minimum, we should be asking questions. Absolutely asking questions, you Instead know? of being told if you ask questions, you're being conspiracy theorists, that you're being... Mm -hmm. You're not accepting the results of an election you know, whatever else it is. Right. These are, most of these things are happening at the state level anyway. It's not even the federal level right now. Absolutely. It's Imagine living in New York City or, or Oregon or Cal California has been like shut down for a year almost. That's insane. You know, that people are literally leaving these places. Yes. I can't blame them. I have read, and I'm not trying to be dramatic here. I don't, I haven't looked at the statistics fully in depth, but I have read that there's some experts as it were, they're saying New York City will never recover as far as like what it was just because of how they've been <laughs> so shut down, man, and locked down, you know. I don't know. And again, we're not saying, for some reason when we have these discussions, it ends up where people are like, are you saying COVID isn't real? Like clearly we believe COVID yes, is I, an actual I do, virus. Yes, I do believe COVID is real, yes. Um, but I also believe that there's diseases all over the place. And Absolutely. Like, what are you going to do, man? Like, are you literally, what are we going to do? What is the end goal here? Because mm -hmm. they've even come out with two vaccines, and now they're saying, oh, we can't use those. Like, even though one has a 90, 90%, the other is a 94% success. Like, right. I don't understand. There's, there's nothing wrong with asking why. You should, mm -hmm. right? Like, that's the, this is the thing that is so surreal to me about culture. People... And we know some people. I, I, we have a lot of cool people in our lives. Like we know a lot of mutual people. And some of the people we know mutually are like, they, they say, I'm scared. So I don't mm -hmm. want to think about it. Well, when you don't think about it, somebody's thinking about it. And somebody's making those decisions. Absolutely. You might wake up tomorrow and be in a whole different world. I was going to say, dude, that's, so, that's exactly. Because when you, when you decide to, to ignore and be ignorant to reality, it doesn't mean reality stops. And... You're right. I mean, and that can, I love that because not only does that apply and, you know, what we're talking about right now, but that, that can just apply to life in general. Mm. You know, when you decide to ignore everything around you, it doesn't mean all that stuff around you stops. It doesn't. You just that's get good. yourself deeper. That's, and that's a lesson for life. Not, like you said, not just mm -hmm. even the situation. It's surreal, yeah. man. I, 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 uh, I keep thinking back to what we said, and you guys can go check this out. And I don't know what episode number it would be. But I remember us having a discussion on Real Talk and saying, and this one, it was just COVID. And we said, this is going to show the cracks. Mm -hmm. We're going to see who people really are. You know, Here we are. And that's, that's the point of all those shows that got popular, like Walking Dead. You know, all those kinds of, we're not saying we're in this, but like post-apocalyptic got really big recently, right? What's the main point of those shows? It's not the zombies, right? It's not all that kind of stuff. It's what do people become in the absence of order yep. you know where, who are they really when they don't have the threat that's right of law to do the right thing and, and you right. know, or whatever when what, the, what do they do when they're desperate when that's the, a good when way the rules it. of life are thrown out the window yeah or they're what desperate happens. Yeah. yep which to me as a christian i think what we end up seeing is the nature of man right it's sinful mm. 
and you see it selfish and sinful and fearful and hateful and all those things you know thank you lord um uh, for jesus right amen dude have that so anyway i hope you guys are paying attention i hope you're not necessarily the mainstream media, and I'm gonna. T- I don't care if that's not popular, guys. The mainstream media doesn't tell you the whole story. You got to do some research. That's right. You got to keep looking for facts, not even opinions. You got to remember what the actual Constitution says and the law. A lot of people don't know. Um, you know, you got to see what reality is. I- I'll tell you this. I'm not even saying this is. Let me put it this way. So we've. There's no doubt that mainstream media is overall. A left liberal bent, right? It comes from a certain perspective, regardless mm-hmm. of where you're at. Okay, you know I hear this all the time. Well, make sure you're seeing. But I agree with you. You should you should try to know all sides. There's a there's a website, an organization called PragerU, P R A G E R U, um, and it kind of gives you the other, the complete opposite side. I'm not even. And you should watch those so that you can see the other side of a lot of these topics. That you're being told, yeah, right. As far and it goes wide variety of places from they got really a lot of good stuff, yeah, from government to just questions about is America really as bad as they say, trade, you know, just all these things that kind of and and they're backed up with with facts. Mm-hmm. So it's good to go and kind of see both sides and then come up with a an educated opinion, right? I love um, it. So yeah, guys, just just ask questions. AJ said it earlier. You know, we need to ask questions. We need to be paying attention. Um. We need to care. And most importantly, though, we need to, at the local level, let's be, let's continue to be loving. Let's continue to be unselfish. Let's continue to be kind. Um, You know, let's do it here in this city, in your city. Start there, in your circle. Don't give in to that fear because that's when you start doing crazy things, man. You know, people I've heard here, even in Indiana, we're having a toilet paper thing again. People are freaking out. I don't know why they always buy, go take all the toilet paper. Oh, it's God. so weird to me. You <laughs> yeah. can't eat toilet paper. Like if something were to... That's so weird. <laughs> I know. And even, la- and especially after last time. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> one thing we know about COVID stuff, they apparently aren't going to shut down Walmart and the big, big name companies, oddly enough, mm-hmm. but they'll tell the small businesses they can't be open. It's true, man. Kind of weird, isn't it? A little bit. Sounds like you're sticking a, sticking a foot out in front of the competition. <laughs> Seems pretty odd why there's different rules for the big boys. <laughs> why, you know, Ma and Pa's pie shop goes out of business because they can't have people inside. Because mm-hmm. you have to have 25 people. Mm-hmm. It's weird that Walmart doesn't have to abide. abide by that. Yep. Pretty sure there's more than 25 people in Walmart at a time. Because they Absolutely. have stickers on the floor that say six feet apart. That's why. <laughs> this is probably why we never go viral. Probably. <laughs> anyway, I know Clint. Clint is great because he tries to keep us from going too far, and we just, we always do. <laughs> well, it is what it is. I'm just saying, use your brains, everyone. Like, be realistic. Look at this. Don't you think that's weird? Don't you think it's weird? No offense to Walmart. I go to Walmart. I like sure. I like having the convenience. I'm just saying, don't you think it's weird that Walmart can stay open? Mm-hmm. So we just found out here in our town a local diner had to close down because a couple people got COVID, right? Yeah. How many people at Walmart get COVID and when do they close down Walmart when they get COVID? Nope. So why? What's the difference? Genuinely. Maybe there I don't know. Maybe there's one I don't know, but I don't know mm-hmm. the difference. Do you? I don't know the difference, no. Creepy. Creepy. Mm-hmm. Oh, never mind. That's why we need to release a round table on a different format podcast because we just are no holds barred in that one. Yeah, it's true. I have, I have some interesting ideas, but I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Unrelated note <laughs> to a show that is even more uncontrolled. We're coming back with Real Talk Live this Thursday. Hey. On Thanksgiving. That's how committed we are or how sad. Turkey Day. You filled up with turkey and pie and grandma's rolls. I love rolls. And you can join some hobos uh, on our new show. I'm excited about the new show because of the format. We are going to more of a late night show yeah. format. It'll look different. Studio's going to look a little different. We're going to have segments. Some of the silliness is going to be removed. Listen, we're silly sometimes. So some of it's going to be our personality is going to show. But sure. A lot of the silly things are kind right. of fading. And we're going to be very focused, very um, segmented. Nice. Like a real show. So we're pretty excited about that, guys. I think 
if you're watching this on Facebook, YouTube, Rumble, which we need to get going. Yep. Uh, or listening on a podcast, um, go check that out this Thursday live on Facebook. And you, is that, do we do it on? Is it go to YouTube too? Just Facebook, right? Just Facebook. I mean, we could go to YouTube. Yeah, I don't know why we don't do that. Good. We never thought about it. Anyway, come check that out. So that's that. That is that. That is how the cookie I guess crumbles. we can segue again. We're constantly segueing into, um, I guess, questions. Sure. All right, guys. So, again, these questions came in anonymously. Topics and questions. They're not just questions. Via uh, www.theremnant.live slash real-talk. Yes, sir. And you two can join the conversation. <clears throat> so, AJ, you ready? Let's get it. We had the return of... A guy, a girl, we don't know because it's anonymous. But we know because of one phrase they use. And you'll see it pop up in several questions today. They call us the remnant dudes. Remnant dudes. So whoever you are, remnant dude question asker, we appreciate you. You always got good yes. thoughts. So here we go. <clears throat> oh, that's your questions, right? Wait, did I send you the wrong ones? <sighs> Not sure. We, we kind of split these questions up to ask each other. Hey, you know what? While while you're looking, I did. This is yours. Okay. <laughs> I knew I was being nice to you. Sorry. Go on. Um, while he's looking for other stuff, real quick, I know if you guys watched a couple episodes back, I was talking about my jaw and how my jaw was constantly hurting. <laughs> it was clicking. So what I believe what happened was is there's a disc that sits in between your jaw that for, that connects your joint right here, and I believe that disc slipped. And so when that, when that disc slips, it causes a lot of irritation. But what's so cool is that even though that disc slips, it doesn't necessarily always go back. It kind of gets stuck right there, which I think what's, that's what happened to mine. Is This is what's incredible about our body, by the way. This is absolutely incredible. Our, that little canal that where it slipped out of, right where it used to be, somehow your body forms what they call a pseudo-disc. <laughs> Essentially, it just replaces the disc by itself somehow and then just does the same function. You think I, you have your pseudo disc? I now? think I have my pseudo disc because my <laughs> jaw does not hurt as much, and it's I don't really it doesn't click like ever. Ugh, it was gross when it was happening because you were always going. I know I, I couldn't stop. Oh. I think there's, we're just going to go with the ones we sent. Okay, so I don't know what happened here. Anyway, yeah, that's it. That is weird for real. Oh, I don't know what grosses me out. So here we go. I'm concerned the next generation is going to be idol worship idols worshippers, phone idol, sports idol, video game. Idol, TV idols, and D&D idols. These are a few examples. Could call it the entertainment generation. Nothing wrong with fun, but when you put God last on a list of priorities, that's a problem. People will call me crazy, but look around. Thoughts? Hmm. I definitely agree. I like the idea of they call it the entertainment generation because it makes me think of like, you know, it's like entertainment suffocation, really. I mean, we're just constantly, you know. Man, you're hitting these... These uh cool. That's clearly going to probably be the name of the episode. Entertainment suffocation. Nice. Anyway, move on. <clears throat> Shout Sorry. out Papa Roach. Sorry. Oh man. It was free ad, free advertising. You know that? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You showed me that song. It was awesome. I loved it. Singer Papa Roach. I got it on my. I got it on my phone. It's called Elevate. Yeah. Good song. Sorry. Anyways, so. I would definitely agree with this that, you know, this new generation of people, you know, we've grown up with the advancement of technology and with with that advancement comes great responsibility, which I think we've kind of messed up with. Because <laughs> yeah. I think we've become so heavily reliant on it. But within, you know, becoming heavily reliant on it, we didn't really put any sort of, I guess, system to it. Mm. That makes sense. Like, I mean, we're just constantly, um, we're constantly just taking in information now and with you know these guys and it's just i mean we have little little supercomputers in our hands all the time you can have access to anything we're constantly stimulating our brain and um i think that when that happens you know yes we we, we definitely idolize those things we find ourselves thinking those things way more than we do you know the things that are truly important and you know again it's not like a, i'm gonna sit here and say that you know 
watching Netflix is bad for you. You know, it can be, but it's not, you know, Netflix in itself is not bad for you. But if, if that's all you do, if that's all you think about, or if that's all you're interested in doing, then I think there's a problem. And I think that's, you know, like you said, this, this, you know, what, what do you call it again? It was entertainment generation. Yes. Entertainment generation. Yes. I think we constantly try to distract ourselves with that entertainment. So we don't have to look at ourselves and look at how we're feeling, what we need to do, anything. You know, we just want to be distracted. We want to be entertained. Mm. And so that's what we do. And since it's so easy, we, we definitely get sucked into it. So, um, and that's why I call it entertainment suffocation because we're constantly just suffocating ourselves with all that. Mm. And in the midst of that, you know, I think we're, you know, not only do I think that do we, do we kind of run away from God sometimes? Yes. But we also, man, I don't know, we just, we just, we desensitize ourselves to life. And that's a good, yeah, that's a good point. You know, we try to live in these false realities a lot. Mm. You know, so I definitely agree. I think I think a lot of the time we, we can get a little too lost in it. Um, yeah. And w- did they ask what to do about it or just thoughts? They're just thoughts, thoughts right? I mean, okay. Much, yeah. yeah. I think uh, I agree with you. I th- but here I kind of look at it at two levels. I think you, from a Christian perspective, I think, um, you know, it's weird how we can be aware of that. Uh, how that can happen, even when we're aware of it. You know, we, we put so much time in. The mm-hmm. idea of an idol, you know, listen, there's some truth to it. How much, this is a good way to look at it. How much time do you spend playing a video game, um, watching Netflix? Oh, that's uh, going to be convicting. Playing anything on your phone, right? Uh-huh. Compared to reading your, the Bible, praying, and or even lo- loving and serving people. <sighs> you know, and here's the thing. If you look at worship, what is worship? I don't know how much, you know, those are some deep thoughts for us as believers. Mm -hmm. However, when I look at it from the world's perspectives, you know, everyone worships something. So this should motivate us to talk to the people that don't know Jesus because I don't really blame them because they naturally are going to worship some, quote, God. And in the absence of of the truth and the God of the universe, they're going to create a God. And that God might be Netflix. It might be TV. It might be Facebook. It might be intellectualism. You know, I've had debates online recently Mm -hmm. With in- intellectuals, which I think is so mm-hmm. funny. Might be Indiana sports teams. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, man, we should get motivated to tell people the truth, but it's, mm-hmm. it's hard. We're getting blasted, suffocated, as you said, by entertainment, man. Yeah. Media, media, media. There's been some. All the time. All the time. So, great, great thoughts. And yeah. we sort of agree with, we don't sort of, we agree with you. Unrelated. This fly is raging. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm going to try to get him, guys. If you're watching, if you hear it, if you hear a slap, I'm going to get him because he is. <laughs> he keeps he's going bullying around. us. I know. Right now. It's not even like, oh, don't kill him. He's I, know, I saw him crawling around all foot. Look at him. I saw him crawling around on my microphone earlier and I was like, son of a gun. It's hard not to get distracted. By <laughs> I know. <it." laughs> but right. another yeah. thing I wanted to add to that, and, you know, this is just kind of a little, you know, little extra is, you know, when it comes to having that instant access, you know, like to your phone, for example, or all this technology, man. You know, I think we've discussed this before. I don't know if we discussed it on the show, but we've definitely just discussed it personally. Is like the idea of like radiation that puts off. We don't even know what that does to us. Long no. Term. I mean, you got to think like this kind of technology, man, this isn't just sitting here. Like, I mean, it's literally, this thing is, is putting waves out and it's going through us. We've talked about this before, but I don't, I bear saying on the show, how surreal is it that we have taken this as normal, that this little box... <laughs> Can legitimately, I'm getting a call by the way. We're talking about so in the middle of the show. What are the odds of that? That's, that's weird um, timing. I got distracted by that. <laughs> these little, that's so weird. I just picked it up. It's on sound. Uh, this, like, we've talked. Yes. How does this work? If we were in the old, if I took this back in time and there were towers, they'd be like magic. Magic. And we yep. just take wizardry. This, yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, we don't know, man. We don't know. Yeah. I've actually wondered if that's why this generation is so um is is so anxious. Mm-hmm. You think that's why anxiety is so high? Maybe sensory overload all the time. <laughs> Just taking in too much. It's almost like a drug. So it's like when it's not in front of us, so it's like we we're, we get to that come down stage, that's when we start to feel depressed and sad. No lie, dude. It's weird, weird to think about. You see the fly? No, I was just being weird. Uh, okay. Your turn. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> he's in a, he just went hyper focus. He was looking at the fly going, get you. I can't, man. He's he's one of these ninja flies. I've tried to hit him. Thought I got him earlier. Right before we went on, but he escaped. You know that or just you got an army of flies flying around in here somehow. Oh, Mm-hmm. Also, how is he alive? We've had a frost. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Next question. When will we wake up and realize that when we make Jesus Lord of our lives, that the Holy Spirit comes and lives in us? Remnant dudes, wake up the people. <laughs> Can you say that for the question part again? Oh, yeah. The remnant dudes guys showing up. Girl. That's, that's yeah. right. We love it. When will we wake up and realize that when we make Jesus Lord of our lives, that the Holy Spirit comes and lives in us? I really like, I'm not sure how to answer the question. I really like that they said Lord, because we've talked about this. You know, people, a lot, people view Jesus so differently, right? Yep. Um, but base level, he's a good teacher. He's good, has a good vice. And then you have the people who are like, yeah, he's my savior and he's my friend. I think we have a lot harder time acknowledging him as Lord of our lives. Lord of our lives. That's really good, man. We do what he says, right? Mm-hmm. And we obey him and put him in control. And uh, I don't know. I think it's the same thing that humanity has had from the beginning. That's a struggle. They don't want, they want to be their own God. As humans, we have a real struggle with being told what to do, right? That's even in the Absolutely. garden. Absolutely. Um, that was the whole point. God says, hey, do whatever you want, you know, love and lead and um, subdue this earth. I made it for you to be in and enjoy and be in a relationship with me. Just let me be God and you not. Let me tell you what good and evil is and right mm-hmm. and wrong. And so, uh, yeah, we need to wake up. And I'll tell you this. My biggest clue to this, I tell people, but if you're closed off, you're closed off. Um, you know, look at your life. No matter how much you have, I'm telling you, it doesn't matter who you are. Something's missing. Mm. Why do these celebrities that have everything, fame, fortune, um, why do they kill themselves? Mm-hmm. Why do sometimes, why do they? Why are they depressed? Why are they in so many drugs, antidepressants, all this? Why are they... Why, why, why? Why do they have this kind of savior complex where for some reason they think because they're actors they can teach us common folk? They're missing something in their lives, man. And it's it's that Holy Spirit. It's that connection to God. We yep. are made to have it. And so in the absence of it, it kind of ties with the other question, we start creating our own idols and creating yep. our own gods because we want, we want to believe in more in this moment. That's right. Does that make sense? It's like we all have a sense of there's something bigger than us. Mm-hmm. But for those who don't have the Holy Spirit and those who don't believe, it's like they have to create that. Like it's it, they have to find something to replace that, and so that's why you have you know the lifelong sport, huge sports fans, or you have you know, you know, even people in different industries. You know, take even going back to sports again, like the athletes, right? They just can't get away from it. Yeah. What happens when they do? Junior Seau, yeah, perfect, which is surreal. Perfect story, you know. When they don't have, and I, well, I don't know, I, Junior say I don't know if he was a Christian or not. Either, yeah. But, you know, when you put something above God, weird, weird I'm getting a call too. see that. So, um, just a spam risk. That's, oh, that's always weird. Said Sparky Rock. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my boy, Sparky. <laughs> anyway. He's coming in. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, and like you said, it is surreal because... The idea of idolizing and the fact that you can idolize anything in this world is so weird to me. Like, mm-hmm. as, as long as you put it above God, that's idolizing it. And it's so weird. And it's so creepy. And, you know, I think that people, like you said, people are looking for, they're looking for a, I don't want to say purpose, just that, like I said earlier, like something that is bigger than themselves. They're looking for something that's bigger than themselves because they have that natural sense that there is something bigger than themselves. Mm. They just don't want it to be God. Yeah, and I think that, yeah, man, you're right on. I was thinking, too, about this question even and waking people up. One of the things I guess I could say is, you know, a lot of times if you're watching, you're not a believer, but your believer means follower of Jesus Christ, put your faith in him. And a lot of times you can think it's just, even Christians sometimes, it's just another way of life that I chose. Christianity is different. Because Christianity says that when we put our faith in God, that this that God Himself, this Holy Spirit, comes inside of us, sealed inside of us, it's never leaving, and transforms us. Mm-hmm. Doesn't just tell us how to live. Literally, we are transformed. We are different, born again. That's where that phrase comes mm-hmm. from, and uh, it's real. The Holy Spirit is real. It's not just a symbol. Uh, there's a transformation that takes place, and yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah. I'll tell you what we need to do. We need to wake, I don't know. I, I, when you say how, wake the people up, I always think of the verse that says, you know, how will they hear if someone doesn't go? What we really need, I read a really great quote yesterday, I almost sent it to you guys and I didn't, is we need men of courage in the mm. church. You know, I said this before, and I'll say it right here, right now, I don't care how popular it is. One of the things that I actually do admire so much about President Trump is regardless of what you think, he has the courage of his convictions. He, to stand in the onslaught of the media yep. and to not change and to say, I don't, this is what I believe, you know, is, is a, to me as a man, is something I admire man to man. We need people like that in the church that are standing up for truth that are going to say it doesn't matter what the media, it doesn't matter what popular mainstream even Christianity necessarily says, we're going to continue to stand for truth. We talked about this earlier. You know, sometimes people don't like us. It doesn't matter how hip and cool you are. If you tell straight truth, people get irritated about it because mm-hmm. they want the truth to be whatever they feel in the moment. That's right. Their so, truth. I don't know. I mean, that's I think we'll wake up when men stop being passive and start being active. Mm. Amen. And then, anyway, that's good. It was a very good question. Droopy dog. It also <laughs> it made me think about you know when it comes to like being a Christian and just even the idea of God, Jesus, all just the whole you know you look at it as a whole. To me, it's very interesting that people can't find. Because I was just thinking about the idea, like you said, like the Holy Spirit isn't just a symbol; it's a real thing. You know, this, you know, the Holy Spirit's literally a. Oh man, it's hard. It's hard to explain. It's just it's literally something that's around all the time, and how mystical and cool that is. Mm-hmm. It's it's to me, it's weird that people are so they're so against that, but they're so into like sci-fi things, right? They're in, it's 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 funny because I feel like God and everything that has to do with God literally can fit anybody and everybody, and because. Mm. Because that's just you know, he you know he created us in his own image and all this and that, and that's why I feel like there's some sort of, like there has to be some sort of attraction in one way or another to everybody, and so, hmm. and, and I guess I never really thought about that way until just now, you know, I feel like it can reach anybody any any way, and it's weird because I think that you know, when it comes to the equation of, you know, how people get to know, you know, God, God doesn't change, we do. So I think it's interesting that because of the way that, you know, us as humans, the way we portrayed God, you know, as the church, you mm. know, I think people are drawn away from certain things when, when really it might actually be able to draw them in, mm. you know, I don't know, just a random thought, but no, that's a good point, man. Yeah. It actually, I need to ponder that. <laughs> yeah. It was, it, I don't know why that hit me. You were talking about the Holy spirit. And I was like, huh? Weird. <laughs> um, well, here is the next question. What All would right. be your message to people controlled by addictions? Mm. My message to people who are controlled by addictions. I would say that no matter how deep it feels like you're into something that and that you can't get away from it, you can. Um, there may be times where it feels hopeless that nothing will ever change, but that's not the truth. Um, if you are willing, there is a way mm. every time, no matter what it is. You know, mm. I I can tell you from personal experience, you know, like I wasn't, you know, I wasn't some crazy, you know, alcoholic or I wasn't, you know, some heavy drug user. But, you know, even the stuff as small as, you know, people talking about addictions, even like cigarettes, for example, I used to smoke. You know, and I used to think that, man, I probably won't ever stop smoking, but I did. You know, it's possible. And you can, you know, you have to be willing to open your eyes to see the benefits of stopping what you're doing, too. I think that's big. I think a lot of people don't want to look past the reality of what life could be like without whatever they're doing. Mm. You know, for example, you know, say it's, you know, heavy drugs. You know, people don't, I think their willingness is often dependent on what life could look like. Because they don't think about it. Like they just, they would rather sit in what, what they're in now. They don't think about, well, if I could get off of this, what would like, like, what would be mm, the positives? That's a good point. Yeah. They don't want to look at that because they don't think it's possible. Mm. You know, so I would, I would say to really, you know, if you're truly willing, look at what life could be like without it because I guarantee you it's going to look a whole lot better. I agree. I think one of the things people have to be real about. I've always said this is, do you actually want to be free of the addiction? Mm, that's good. 
a lot of people, I don't know anyone that would say they don't want to be free of an addiction, whether yeah. that's, and we're not just talking about drugs, guys. It could be drugs. It could be uh, alcohol. It could be sex. It could be pornography. It could be relationships. There's something, you know, I'm, people are addicted to that thrill of going and finding a new relationship. Um, you got to ask yourself, do you want to be free of it? Or do you just say you do? Because in order to be free from addiction, you're going to have to change some things in your life. Yes. And I'll tell you this, and um, I can come at this from a human perspective and as a believer in Jesus Christ. Uh, from a human perspective, do you want to? Because if you don't actually want to, when the lights are off and no one's around, meaning I want to be free of this, if you don't want to, you'll never be free of it. It doesn't matter how much your mom, dad, sister, brother, husband, wife want you to be free. Until yep. you want to be free, you'll never be free. That's the first thing. Secondly, Get um, there is freedom, man. And I love what Jesus says. And one of the things out there, in case you don't know, and maybe you're just you're a Christian and need a reminder, is Jesus said his mission, it was also talked about in the Old Testament, that he will come and, and uh, set the captives free. And, uh, man, set us free from sin, send us free from addictions, and all of those kinds of things. And, and the Holy Spirit, if you're a Christian out there, you can become addicted to stuff still, but you have the power to fight through that. And yes. The other thing to do with addictions is to share that burden with people. That's why a lot, what I mean by do you really want to be free. So let's take one that's common in the church. I don't necessarily people call it addiction, but pornography. So every guy would say, although I do think that almost gets worshipped. That's going to sound creepy. I think lustful sin, pornography, we glorify it. We talk about it all the time. How often do we talk about arrogance and hate and pride? Mm. But anyway, going to that, pornography. Everybody will admit it, but are they willing to say, hey, man, I look at this five times a week, 12 times a day, mm -hmm. and I don't want to? No, because they're afraid of looking bad. When instead, who cares if you look bad? If you want to be free, you'll do what you have to do to get free. That's right. Right? If you were trapped in a bear trap, your foot, I'm not going to look at you and go, hey, kind of embarrassing. My foot's in a trap. I know I'm bleeding everywhere. My shoes are ruined. It's kind of gross. Will you help me? And I'll be like, oh, my goodness, help me. I'm stuck in this. Mm -hmm. So do you want it? That would be My only advice would be if you're in an addiction, first of all, there is hope. I like what AJ said. There is life without it. Um, you know, there is a better life for you. And yes. Because addiction in general is not good. It could be anything. Absolutely. And two, do you want to be free of it? Or do you still make excuses? Bottom That's good, line, man. And uh, God, you know, can help you believe that, and also the people around you share that burden, right? I like the idea of you have to be willing to face the ugly. Like you have That's to, true, man. You have to. I mean, if you're not, it's not going to happen. You have to be willing to look. You have to be willing to not only look at yourself and and realize it, like you said, but you also have to be willing to let people come alongside you to help you get through that. Well, that's part of kind of how you'll know if you're serious. Exactly. If if you always stop at yourself, you're not serious about it. I agree. Completely agree. All right. Here go. Oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> what would be your... Oh, never mind. That was just... Nope. Nope. This isn't the different I mixed question. them up. Never man. mind. My bad. This is a different one. What, just, they're just... I both of you. What would be your message? Uh, what would be your message to the brokenhearted people of this world? Um, oh, man, I'm trying to think of it. There is healing in Jesus. Mm. It's real. There's peace in Jesus. There is hope in Jesus. There is um, love in Jesus. Um, and, you know, that's one of the other verses uh, where that Jesus said when he says, set the captives free talks about uh, healing the brokenhearted and man I, I love the fact that he says that because it shows that he loves us um, spirit of the Lord is on me uh, this is what Jesus said he was quoting Isaiah I believe the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me Proclaim the good news to the poor. He sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives, recover his sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. Mm. Um, you know, there's hope. And I'm telling you guys, this is one of those times, I had a talk this week with a guy. I feel like people think I, I say this because that's my job. Guys, listen, you may not know me personally, but I'm telling you right now that what I show you guys probably to a fault is who I am. And you can attest to this off the camera. Yeah. This is real. So if you're brokenhearted, that would be my other message. Christ is real. This is real. I've seen it in my own life. 
I could tell you, maybe one of these times we've talked about telling our testimony on here, yeah. but a real testimony. But if I told you where I was at and how close I was to suicide, and I mean that. I don't mean that dramatically. I know a lot of people say it. One thing about me, I don't just say it. And, and being so in my mind brokenhearted and lost and without hope that I didn't see any other way out. And God saved me, and he healed my broken heart. And it wasn't always easy, and that doesn't mean it doesn't hurt still. But um, you'll never be able... When it comes to a broken heart, I'm not sure you can heal it yourself. You know what I'm saying? But there's a simple verse in Psalm 147.3 to encourage you. He, God, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. How crazy is it that you have a God that cares not just about your holiness, not just about your following the rules, but he cares about your broken heart. Mm. Isn't that crazy? It's beautiful. So that would be what I would say. That's I don't really have a whole lot to add. I mean, I love, like, what you said. You know, I think, you know, just remember that you have a father. You know, you have a creator that literally created everything everything that you that you know. Mm. And in the midst of creating all of this, he knows you better than you know yourself. And, he's, and he is more than willing to love you through anything and everything. Mm. And, you know... I don't know, man. He sacrificed. He sacrificed his own son for you. Mm-hmm. The broken, imperfect mess, whatever you want to call yourself, he did it for you because he knows who you really are. Amen. And it's good, even when you don't see yourself. So you know, just remember that you have a creator that that loves you that much, and. Even though you may not see that replicated in the world that he's created, just remember that he's still there on the outside looking in, going, hey, I'm still here. He's here all the time. He's with us. So mm-hmm. good. Next question. <coughs> you got a lot. I'm excited. <clears throat> Can you explain how amazing grace is? Mm. <laughs> it's, hard to put, it's hard to put grace into words, honestly. You know, you know when you think about humans... You know us, <laughs> yeah, because we're humans. I'm like, a, we're no, maybe we're not human. I got to make sure they know. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, you take us, and you know, you actually used this analogy earlier when we were talking. You know, somebody pokes you once, you know, you might go, okay, whatever, you know. But if someone is poking you every single day in the same spot, you're gonna just, you're gonna lose it eventually. You know, you're going to. You know, you're going to act out. You're going to do whatever you whatever it is. You know, we poke God in the same spot every single day mm. for life, for eternity, literally all the time, <laughs> every second almost. And he, he, it's, 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 it's as if he's blind to it almost. Like he knows, he knows what you're doing, but he loves you so much and forgives you in a, in a whole, I mean, he forgives you in a way that, it's like, like I said, it's like he's blind to it. And the crazy part is we can't even fathom that because we don't get to actually see it within ourselves. And we have glimpses of it. Mm. You know, we show moments of when, you know, people go, why, why would you forgive this person? Or why would you, why would you help them? Or all this stuff, you know, and that's when we get to talk about them, like the amazing grace of God because what God's done for us. But it's hard to explain because we will never have a full experience until we are with him. Mm. You know, we as people are so imperfect, us as Christians, especially, you know, we, we get to do the greatest work in the world. We get to tell people about Jesus Christ. We get to spread the good news of the gospel, despite who we are. Mm. And God didn't need us for that. He chose to do that for us. He chose to give us that opportunity. That in itself is, is amazing grace. Amen. He doesn't. He didn't have to use us. He didn't have to use David. He didn't have to use Paul. He didn't have to use Peter. He didn't have to use anybody. But he chose to because he loves us and he wanted us to be part of that. Mm. He put. He <laughs> he gave us purpose. You know. And despite him knowing that we're gonna stumble a lot, we're gonna mess up, he still chooses us. Even after we claim. To believe in Jesus, he still goes, Hey, 
I'm going to give you this because I love you. <laughs> and I don't know, man. I don't know if it made sense, but, you know, I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's just, it's beautiful. You know, grace is, grace is knowing that people are going to continue to mess up and you still, there's no penalty for it. You forgive them of, of penalty, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Grace is God seeing who we're going to be when we don't act like that. Right? God has seen the good in us. I mean, grace, the grace of God has seen the good in us, in us when no one else can see it. Grace is loving us when we're unlovable. Grace is forgiving us of the unforgivable. Um, hmm. Grace is being restored to who we are meant to be. You know, I always think of it. I love using Peter. Um, you can use all of it. Grace is seen when Jesus, when the world saw a fisherman, Jesus saw Peter, the rock, right? And when the world saw a shepherd boy, Jesus, God saw, Jesus saw um, King David. And when the world saw a murderer named Saul, Jesus saw an apostle named Paul. And hmm. so... Whatever you call yourself, or maybe even the world calls you, failure, all these other things, grace is God's saying you are son or daughter. That's a beautiful thing, hmm. and uh, it's undeserved. And here's the beauty of it. You can't, you never earned it, and that's not bad, because the fact that you never earned it and it was a gift means it's not dependent on you, and he's never going to take it away. And that part is the beautiful part about it, too. Mm. Great question. Amen, dude. That was really good. You're up, I think. Are you? Yeah. Um, yes. Why did Jesus have to die on the cross? That's a good question. So Jesus had to die on the cross. Guys, listen, bottom line is the gospel. We say it every week at our church. So some of our church people, the four that listen from our church, everybody else is somewhere else. <laughs> uh, Easter egg. I bet you Sierra's not watching. I just want to see if I could see who's watching. <laughs> Jason. Anyway, <laughs> um, Blake Austin. <laughs> uh, what here? Jesus had to die on the cross because this is the reality. God made everything perfect. He put us in this earth, and He said, "You get to enjoy it, rule it, my name, and I'll be in relationship with you." But here's the one rule: Let me be the judge of what right and wrong is. Let follow me, and that's what we did. We rejected Him, and we do that every day. In the garden, they did that when they they uh, ate from the tree of. Knowledge of good and evil, right? You hear that? They already knew what good was. So all it was was evil. They learned what evil was. And evil is the things that are contrary to the will of God, right? To what he wants because he is good and perfect and just and true. And because God, essentially, you guys, you got to look at it this way. We, we murdered someone. We stole from them. We beat them, raped them, whatever you want to say. Whatever crime is worth death to you, that's what we did mm -hmm. in the eyes of a just and holy God. We earn death. The wages of sin are death is what the Bible says. And I, the wages mean we earned it. Yep. Well, somebody's going to pay that. And before you say that's not just, you are disobeying God. You don't get to make the rules. Okay, if that's the case, then a murderer might say, well, I killed them because they may, I didn't like them. You know, you cannot, there has to be a truth that's based on something outside of ourselves. Mm. And God's truth says, these are the, you know, you disobey me. You hate each other. You know, he tries to make us over and over see how serious thing, th things are. You know, if you hate your brother, you might as well, you've committed murder, right? You've pretty much committed murder. If you look at that woman with lust, you've already had sex with her. You've already committed adultery. The only thing stopping you is opportunity. He's trying to get us to understand it's a heart issue. Well, because of that, we're guilty in the court of law. The penalty is death. We're going to the electric chair. We're going to lethal injection, gas chamber, whatever it is. It's happening. Someone is paying the price, okay? There's a ticket. It's your life is written on it. That's the so you got to go in and you got to pay the judge the money. In this case, your death, death, eternity. Mm -hmm. Well, God came down and loves us so much that He was willing to do that so that we didn't have to die, so that we could live with Him. And so on the cross, Jesus took our sin, all the flawedness in us. He took the weight of our sin. He took the penalty of our sin. He put on our dirty clothes and gave us his clean robe. And in doing that, he paid the debt, right? Um, he was the perfect lamb, which means it's set. So essentially what has happened is he died in our place 
And there's a divine transaction that happens, guys. This is real, okay? He took our sin and in return gave us his holiness, his perfect life. So in the eyes of God now, we are always clean. Mm. And that's what happened on the cross. So atonement. You know, we are now made right with God. And uh, the gap is bridged. No one can take that away. No one. Mm. Even your mistakes. Because if that's the case, then Christ's sacrifice was only partially... um, successful and we know that not to be the case that's so good makes man. sense yep clint clinton clinton nice all right what are we at clint time wise he's gonna let us know i'm looking at this question oh not bad I'll, we can do one more probably um hey remnant dudes nice remnant dudes your new studio is so cool how can people get to know this cool dude, Jesus? <laughs> well, first off, thanks for talking about our studio and how cool it is. Appreciate you. Um, how do you get to know this cool dude named Jesus? Well, I'd say firstly, come to church. Um, you know, go to church, you know, feel out some different places, you know, and see see what feels, you know, what feels right. Um, and be open be open to the message, really listen, you know, let yourself understand, you know, where they're coming from when it comes to talking about Jesus, you know, um, because I know for me, you know, I've always been open-minded about Christianity and who Jesus was. I didn't know who he was, but I just, I, I've heard about Jesus and I was open to being told who he really was. You know, if you're not open to that, then it's going to be hard, you know, but yes, most importantly, number one is go to church. That's how you're gonna know about Jesus. Yeah, I I'm I'm with you, um, part partially here. I think mm-hmm. that you have to be open to doing it. And a lot of times, people go to church because they are seeking, yeah. and that shows their openness. Do you want to know him? But here's where you can find him in the Bible. You find the real Jesus mm. and read it. You need Amen. to read the Gospels and see who he actually is. Because I'm telling you. I know it were true in my life and true in your life. The Jesus we were told about because we'd heard of him was yep. not the Jesus of the gospel. Absolutely not. Completely different guy, you know, and getting to know Jesus, being in a relationship with God starts with the admission that you are not perfect, that you're a sinner. That's, that's a, you know, dark word nowadays. It means that you're not perfect and you know you're not and you've sinned against God, meaning you've disobeyed him and you want to have a relationship with mm. him. And, you know, when you confess that to him and you say, Jesus, I want you, God, I, I, I'm sorry, I accept that. I want the life you offer. Turn it away from my my way. I want to follow you. That's what repentance is, that big fancy theological term, right? Church term, repent, just means turn away from your life and follow him. Mm. Then you're going to be sent the Holy Spirit that's going to help you understand. And you're saved, right? We just talked about what happens on the cross. You're forever saved, and then you can get the process of really knowing who he is. But I'll tell you right now, AJ's right. Go to church. You know, if you don't have a Bible, go to a church and get a Bible. You can come to our church. We got Bibles. We'll give you a Bible oh, yeah. the first day. Um, but go in, and I like what you said. Be open. Do you really yes. want to know who he is? And if you're at home right now, or you're in a different state, a different country, and you don't have a church around you, or maybe you're in a place where there's no churches that are staying open, whatever, go get a Bible. Look online. Look at the Gospel of John. That's what I encourage you to do, okay? The Gospel of Mark or John. doesn't matter. It could be any of them but one of the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and I want you to just read it and tell God openly and honestly, God, if you're there, you know, he's real. If you're there, show me. Mm-hmm. And read who Jesus really is, and I bet you you're going to be shocked because he's mm-hmm. more amazing than you can even imagine. Amen, dude, for real. So, great I question. Love yeah, I love it. It is a great question. And Yes. You got anything, other, any other questions on yours? I'm having deja vu big time, by the way, right deja now. Deja vu? Weird. Really? Oh man, those are always crazy moments. I got this really long one about Timothy. Um, man, uh, that's all you got left. Yeah, it's not because I don't want to answer. I just want to answer it in full. You that's know what fair. I mean? Could we save it? That's true. I guess. What do you think, Fun Turn? All right. <laughs> so. This is 2 Timothy 3.2. For people will be lovers of self and self-centered, lovers of money and aroused by an inordinate desire for wealth, proud and arrogant and contemptuous boasters. They will be abusive, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, and profane. Without natural affection, relentless slanderers, uh, 
intemperate and loose in morals and conduct, un- uncontrolled and fierce haters of good, treacherous, treacherous, I can't say treacherous for some reason, uh, rash, inflated with self-conceit, lovers of sensual pleasures and vain amusements more than and rather than lovers of God, for they hold a form of pi- uh, piety, they deny and reject and are strangers to the power of it, uh, avoid such people, Yes, avoid such people. A couple things stand out in these verses. And okay, so this is the actual question. Sorry. Oh my goodness, AJ. You were reading <laughs> stuff from a phone. Go on. Sorry. Couple of things stand out in these verses. <laughs> One, lovers of self. Second, deny the power of God. Your thoughts on these verses? <laughs> that was Second Timothy three two. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and read a different version of that real quick. Okay. Is that? Yes. For, for everyone else. Um, that was hard to read a little bit because it was the I think we think it's amplified. Yeah, I think it's amplified, and I was trying to yeah we we're trying to skip through the Second Timothy. Yep, Second Timothy three two. Seems like it's more than two, but I guess I don't know. <clears throat> I think you're right. Oh, it's a hundred percent more. There's other those numbers. <laughs> Are more than do you not see the numbers beside there? Oh, three, four, five. <laughs> I'm gonna my read bad. this, guys. Uh, here we go. Um, but know this difficult times will come in the last days for people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, without love for what is good, traitors, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, holding to the form of godliness, but denying its power. Avoid mm. these people. And is that where it ends? Verse five. Yes. Okay. One through five. Um, and he's, he, she, whoever said one of the things that, uh, Two things come. One is lovers of self and then denying its power, right? Yeah, I think pretty simply what that's saying is is that there's going to come a time when people would rather have their own way mm-hmm. and they care about themselves more than anyone else. And it's saying what happens in that kind of culture. And I would say you're 100% right. We sounds pretty familiar to now, doesn't it? Anyone that tells me that what I want or don't have is bad is someone I hate. Yeah. Anyone that disagrees with me is hate. If what I want matters. Me, 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 I, I, I. Yep. And then the other is having a form of godliness but denying its power. That means you play religion, but your life doesn't show it. That's right. Yeah. So behind closed doors is different. Or even in person. You can say anything you want, but are you selfish? Are you greedy? Are you a lover of self? Do you hate others? Do you yep. treat your parents poorly? Are you unwilling to make peace with people? Or you know, do you follow God? I can't tell you how many times we've talked about this. The Bible says if you have something against your brother or sister, go and make it right, essentially, right? Yep. How many Christians do that? Not many. Real love means I pretend it didn't happen. It doesn't matter what makes you comfortable. God said it. At least be honest with yourself. Quit justifying it mm. and admit the fact you just don't want to do it. That's true, man. So I would agree with you. Lovers of self over, truthfully, we love ourselves more than we love God. We love ourselves more than we love people. Yep. And the times nowadays are rewarding that. Right, it's about you and all that. So, yeah, that version's tough to read, man. Especially on air. So sometimes I think people, um, we could, I could have edited and sent that to you. But thanks for the question. Absolutely. You know, ask Good yourself stuff. that. I think all Christians should say, "Am I that?" And if you are, change it. That's about it. That's all I got. Awesome. You got anything? Um, just to close up, thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, man. Super good episode today. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, please leave a comment in the section below in the comment section. Um, or hey, you know what? If you're on YouTube, leave a comment too. We see that stuff. Um, we like to, and we also we love to, whatever it's called. I don't know. We love to interact with you. There it is. Oh. It came back to me. Um, so love you guys. Uh, appreciate you. Um, looking forward to seeing you guys back on live this week. So if mm. you. Uh, if you are a regular watcher of live, I hope to see you. Thank you, guys. Yeah, I don't have much else to say. Uh, the links are above. Um, if you're watching this on Facebook or YouTube, uh, would you do us a favor and give it a thumbs up on YouTube or a like on Facebook? Also, comment, guys. Please like it. If you're watching this, I mean, we get 300, 400 views. If you're watching it and you like it, I know there's a weird thing about humans. Let's be honest. We don't like people to know what we like, right? <laughs> Isn't that weird? Certain things don't fit our image, even though we like it. Would you help us out? Be courageous, be brave and bold, and just like it. Mm-hmm. If um, you're watching this, doesn't matter if what state, country, whatever you're in. If you're list- watching this on Facebook or YouTube, would you take a second and share this video? Yes. You don't know who it might encourage, 
and write a little blurb at the top about what spoke to it to you. You know, people will click on it more then. So, hey, check this video out. I really enjoyed minute 22 or I really enjoyed the topic on entertainment suffocation. Check that out. And it's going to impact people. And you're helping us too in our ministry because the way it works, it's called engagement. The more interaction, likes, comments, shares we get, the more it organically gets shown on Facebook right. to people. So help us out, please. Also, you can submit a question topic anytime. We've mentioned it before at www.theremnant.live slash real-talk. Anytime, 24-7, 365. It's anonymous. We couldn't find you if you tried. And if you have not liked our Facebook page or our YouTube page, you're watching this on YouTube. Not YouTube. I guess we're not on YouTube. I keep thinking that. That's why I said YouTube. I meant podcast. You oh. get the point. We are on YouTube for our... Uh, wait, are we on YouTube? For yeah, this? for web series, yeah. Man, I don't know what's happening. So whatever you're on, um, would you subscribe to us or like and follow our page? Yep. You can click on the Real Talk if you're watching on Facebook. It'll take you to the Remnant Church and like and follow or like follow. Whichever you want to do. If you want to like us in secret, you can follow. Um, but it's going to make sure you guys get notified. And again, the more likes you have, the more reach you organically Absolutely. get. And we just want to, guys, our mission is just to get out there and take away some of the, take away some of the, I don't know, awkwardness or some of the, preconceived notions of what it is to be a follower of Jesus yep. and get people to to give it a chance and, and hear truth without, you know, some of the preconceived notions they bring into it. So that's the mission. We want people to know who Jesus is and we want to encourage and give hope. And we think our social media does that. So like, comment, share. Also, I want to take a second and ask this. Would you guys consider partnering up with us financially? I know, I know, I know. If you're listening and you're not a believer, maybe you are. You're like, oh, here it is. They want our money. Listen, at bottom line, I don't want your money. We need your help. Um, I remember being that guy who's like, oh, of course, they're going to ask for money before I was a Christian. And they want, that's not that. Um, this stuff costs money. And mm -hmm. our church has a lot going on, and they can only do so much. And we want to continue to give you guys a great product. So no amount is too small. Would you please consider giving at www.theremnant.life slash give? You can also text it to us, but, of course, we don't have that number available. But mm -hmm. maybe we'll put that on the uh, on the videos as well. Yeah. But www.theremnant.life slash give, and then there'll be a drop-down box. You can go down to Real Talk and be assured that it'll go directly into this ministry. So, I don't know why you're looking at me weird like that. Oh, sorry, I was just listening. <laughs> just messing, so it's awkward. We hope you guys have a great day. Thank you so, so much, truthfully, for all your support. We hope to see you this Thursday. But either way, tune in next week as we continue to march our way, hopefully, to episode 100. A big, special episode. Crazy. We'll Season 2. It's nuts. Yeah, we'll right. see. We didn't expect to be here the week after the first episode. <laughs> so I hope you guys have a great day, and truly, God bless you.